Chismos, and I'm here with... Denali, with a J. And last week, we made something really good, which was... Um, what's it called, actually? That f- beignets. Beignets? Beignet? That's what it's called. Those weird fried... When did we make beignets? When we were in the north. That fried dessert thingy. That oh, the weird donut things? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, they were like... They're basically donuts. They're donuts, but like they're beignets. Because well, the problem, I don't know what a beignet is, but I know what a donut is. The thing is, you guys didn't want to cut them into squares. <laughs> so, we did cut them into squares eventually. eventually. <laughs> and the squares was, anyways. But they were delicious-ish. Actually, let's be real. They were like, they were they were a donut, so they can't be bad. Yeah. But they weren't. So there's a lot of sugar. There was a lot of sugar, but also in some ways not enough sugar because we didn't have any powdered sugar, so. Yeah, we can put any powdered sugar after we fried them. If we had put powdered sugar on it, then I think it would actually be delicious. Yes. Then they would have been very good. <laughs> we're like, really, really like being like, yeah, they would have actually been. We're doing like mathematical calculation as to how good they would have been. 5% more sugar in there. <laughs> the point is they were decent, but when you make your own beignets, put powdered sugar on them. Actually, in general, add sugar to things. So we put a lot of sugar in the beignets, even though we didn't have any sugar on them, which was kind of sad, but you know... It was like crack. (laughs) If we had put sugar, it would have been like crack. But it wasn't like crack. But you know what was like crack? Mandrakes. Mandrakes! (laughs) I'm sure you've never heard of them, but don't worry, we're going to explain... We're going to tell you all about them. All about them. In today's episode, which is called... Drugs Drugs and and Sex. Sex! Last week, we ended with Jacob marrying these two sisters, which were also his cousins, and who he had been living with for seven years, and he couldn't tell which one was which the day of the wedding, and he accidentally <laughs> consummated with the wrong one. Whoops. And then married the right one. <laughs> Things obviously didn't go smoothly after that rocky start, and the biggest problem was that Leah apparently was the only one that could have kids. So, Rachel got all the looks. But that one was empty, baby. <laughs> she's barren. Okay, she's infertile. It's not anything to make a joke about, but it's true. And Leah was just having kids left and right. Leah had Reuben, <laughs> and she followed it up with Levi. And then she had Simeon. And then she had Judah. Yes, that's the lion of the tribe of Judah. And she was just like, wow, I'm having son after son after son. She had Dina at some point. Okay, no one cares about Dina. Dina's a girl. But the point is, she was fertile, and Rachel was definitely not. Rachel was so distraught by this harsh reality, which makes perfect sense. I mean, it's sad even now, but even the context of the time and place they were living in, to not have any children was horrible. Like, it's the worst thing that could happen-ish to an adult married woman. And so Rachel was so distraught that she came crying to Jacob at one point and was like, I'm so sad. This sucks so bad. Just crying and weeping. And what did Jacob tell her? Jacob's a nice guy and great husband that he is. Uh, he said, who do you think I am, God? <laughs> He's like, I don't, I, I can't, I can't make you fertile. Like, obviously, I'm doing, I'm doing my part, and it's not working, so. <laughs> yes, yes, I didn't even say it properly. She came to him, super dramatic, by the way, and was like, give me children, or I die. And Jacob was like, girl, <laughs> sis, 
stop. <laughs> Clearly, it's not anything I can give you because I'm giving all I have to give and it's not working. Problem is with you. Anyways, Rachel was not assuaged. Everything is still topsy-turvy. She's not happy. And Leah's just kind of side-eyeing her. And Rachel's like, you know what? I can't live this life of inferiority forever. I need something that, that kind of, it may not be exactly the same, but it'll have to do in the situation. So she takes Bilha, who is her servant, more like slave, that her father gave to her and Jacob when she was to be married to Jacob. And she brings Bilha to Jacob and she's like, Jacob, I know you've been looking at her for a long time, just kidding. And she's like, Jacob, can you please have sex with her? <laughs> please. <laughs> so that her, she will have a child and that child will be mine, ours. It will be my progeny because she's my servant slash slave. And Jacob was like, well, if you insist, <laughs> only because you're begging me to. Only because of that. And so he does. And they have a child. Or two. They actually have two, at least. And those children are added as kind of quasi-ish, definitely, but let's all be real, not really, Rachel's children. So Rachel's like, okay, that's better than nothing. And then what happens? Well, then Leah saw what was happening. She wasn't having any more kids. Also, I have to point out, in case you think we're just like being unfair to the situation, it says in the beginning the reason why she was having kids is God gave her kids because he saw she was hated. So like, if you weren't <laughs> sure about what Jacob's position on his first wife was, it was hate. <laughs> it's not, it's not, not, not like any like, oh, well, you know, it wasn't too big. I don't know. It's like because she was hated, God decided to give her kids. But eventually that ran out. She wasn't having kids anymore. And she saw her sister was having her slave have kids in her stead, outsourcing. And she's like, well, two can play that game. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, I also have a servant. And she was like, and I also can have kids by proxy. And so she was like, yo, Jacob, so I saw you have a thing with sleeping with slaves now. And Jacob's like, what? No, I don't know what you're talking about. She's like, how about mine? He's like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And so Leah's slave, Zilpah, had a son, and then she had a second son. And so then Leah's servant also had two sons. So basically, Leah beat, beat Rachel again. <laughs> Rachel's back at square one. And yeah. also, like, we have to note, you know, even though you just said something a little bit, you were kind of saying something a little bit, like, kind towards Leah, like she was hated, and so God, like, made her womb super fertile, and she's just popping out kids left and right. Leah's a little weird, like everyone in this story. When Zilpah, her slave, had the second son... <laughs> Who was Asher? You probably remember Asher in the list of the 12 um, sons and the 12 tribes. Leah's reaction was otherworldly amazing. Leah named him because the wives get to name because the slaves are just vessels. Watch The Handmaid's Tale if you need to know about that. Leah named him Asher and she literally was like, this is the greatest moment of my life. I'm so happy. (laughs) She's like, I'm so happy. Happy am I. And other women also call me happy. <laughs> She's basically like, all the hating hoes all know that like I'm the happiest and my life rocks and I'm the best because I've had sons and my slaves have had sons and we're just all walking around with our XY chromosome children. And Rachel was like, darn it. <laughs> Man. Back to square one. Like, Leah, like, she had a bunch of sons. Like, she didn't need any more, but she just saw that Rachel was having two sons by her slave. And she was like, oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? You think you can do that? Watch what I can do. And then she had two. And then as soon as she tied, she was like, oh, I'm so happy. It's the best day of my life. Finally, my sister's accomplishments are completely washed out. <laughs> like, 
two. She needed to have two because Bill also had two. It's amazing. And after that, she's like, oh, we're good. We're good now. She didn't ask. Exactly. She wasn't pushing Zilpah to have have sex more with Jacob. No. Yeah. Sad. Anyway, so then what happened was uh, apparently a good amount of time had passed with all these child-having years. Poor Jacob. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and uh and so reuben the oldest son was getting a little bit older and he was uh wandering out in the field one day and he found mandrakes which is a type of plant that grows in the mediterranean region and uh if you take the root and you harvest it um you can make like a narcotic um hallucinogen out of it i'm guessing he was probably like teenager or whatever and he found them and his first thought was you know who would really like these <laughs> my mom <laughs> <laughs> So, man, you're just, like, walking down the streets and some guy's just, like, you just, like, find a good opportunity to pick up some narcotics. You're, like, you know who would really like these? My mom. (laughs) So, you just, like, bring them back to your mom. Yeah. Fair. (laughs) Good point. But also, he just knew his mom was really going to like these. So, (laughs) he brought them back to to his mom. But then uh, Rachel, his, Ruben's aunt, found out. If you will. (laughs) Yeah. His aunt slash stepmom. What is that? What is that called? Dude. Co-mother? <laughs> <laughs> We're co-parenting. <laughs> Taking co-parenting to a whole other um, level. Okay, these inbred hicks <laughs> were slinging dope and bringing it back to their mom, and then oh their aunt, <laughs> like classic trash, <laughs> was like, "Yo, give me some of that shit." Called <laughs> trash. Amazing. And, uh, you know, living in their little tents, basically like trailers. Leah was like, wait, so you're going to take my son slash your nephews? <laughs> Did they know it was a narcotic? Maybe not, but but it has all kinds of... I mean, of- they were willing to trade a good amount for it, so <laughs> pretty sure they knew. <laughs> yeah, well, the plant has had, or is alleged to have had, all kinds of, like... So some people have used it for, like... It, it's a weird plant that is both has some narcotic properties and also has some, like spiritual, cultural, weird, ritualistic significance. People say that um, it has been used historically in Jewish culture as like some kind of love potion or love plant. So all our Jewish viewers, if that's not true, write to us. Write to us. Uh, that the, the roots look like human forms. I mean, it's really weird. Actually, I, maybe we can try mandrake live on camera when we decide to film ourselves um i don't yes do it he's gonna do it (laughs) will you do it if we reach half a million subscribers (laughs) we'll try magic live Uh, i'll I'll do it live yes um (laughs) i'm pretty sure i'm safe (laughs) (laughs) okay you hear you heard it here folks if you want to see denali (laughs) tripping balls off the (laughs) magic You know what to do. Hit that subscribe button. Anyway, Rachel saw it and she was like, I want that. Like, give it to me. And Leah was like, what? Leah's reaction is top tier. Leah's like, you've taken everything from me. What do you even want me to do with my life? What is there for me to have? You take my husband's love from me, even though it's like, really? She didn't take it. (laughs) I don't think Leah ever had it. You never had it. He'll never give it to you. And she didn't take it. He like thrusted it on her. It's, like, not even clear how she really feels about him. He's just, like, obsessed or was. 
Anyways, Leah's like, you took everything from me. What do you even want me to do in my life? Even though it's like, Leah, you have all these Brazilian sons and surrogate sons. What are you talking about? And she's like, you took away my husband. Do you want to take my son's mandrakes? <laughs> are they on the same level of importance? What are you talking about right now? Leah, you're crazy. Well, I don't know, like... I feel like Rachel kind of thought they were – she kind of agreed because she was like, okay, you know what? Good That's point. a fair point. Like, I agree with you. So how about <laughs> – so how about we work out a deal? The deal is you give me the drugs, okay, <laughs> and then when Jacob comes back from the fields today, I'll tell him to sleep with you instead of me. Oh, which is really the most tragic part of the story, and I literally shudder because it's like, Leah, you accepted that deal. Damn, how lonely are you? Like – He's only going there because Rachel told him. Clearly. I mean, it's actually amazing because in the previous verse, we said, and it says in the Bible, that Leah saw that she had ceased bearing children. But as we'll soon find out, okay, maybe I'm kind of burying the lead here, but after Jacob goes to hang out with her, wink, wink, to know her in the biblical sense of the word, that night when Rachel convinces him to so she can get her drugs, Rachel's being like a pimp like a what is it a madame you're like can you please go and have sex with this person so i can get some also like that's not how it happened like that's that's what they agreed on right they're like okay then here's the deal like <laughs> uh, you give me the drugs all right and then you get to have sex <laughs> with our husband right um exactly and so what happened was jacob was coming back and leah went out to meet him and said you have to have sex with me because I hired you with my son's drugs. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she can't even she's like, herself. She's she like, you're my younger sister, also your wife, just pimped you out for drugs. <laughs> and now you have to sleep with me. And Jacob was like, damn. What? <laughs> Jacob was like, cold world. Also, I mean, it's literally disgusting. Leah's like excitement is like palpable. She goes out to meet him. Sis, can't you even wait in the house and pretend to be coy? Pretend that, like, this isn't the best moment of your life? Why are you so pathetic? Why? You have the bazillion sons. Why are you so thirsty? He's never going to love you. Stop trying. I mean, it's so embarrassing for every every party involved. Maybe except Rachel, who's being, like, a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> She's cool. But, like, everyone else is, like, tragic. Just embarrassing, humiliating. But... After Jacob knows her in the biblical sense of the word, after his wife, his younger wife, prostitutes him out to his older wife, who's also her older sister. Wait, can I just say, like, how, like, Jacob just goes along with this? Like, like, like his wife comes out and is like, by the way, I bought sex with you for tonight. And Jacob was like, okay, okay. sounds fair. Like, Jacob is so <laughs> passive about his private parts. You can bring anyone. First of all, he doesn't look at the face. <laughs> we know that's true. <laughs> Second of all, you can bring anyone to him and be like, this is your wife now. And he'll be like, all right, okay. Lift up your skirt. Like, it's like, dude, dude, dude. It's okay. You don't have to always say yes. You can say no sometimes. I don't really get it. He has sex with anyone who you bring to him and it tells him, have sex with them. And he's like, fine, this is my wife. Or fine, I will have sex with her. When they do the do, everything is good. Leah actually conceives and gives birth to another son. And Leah, who is so good with names, <laughs> just like she named Asher, <laughs> Asher after his, her slave had Asher because she's like, I'm so happy and my life is so lit. <laughs> when she finally had another kid of her own, like her own own, like biologically, like from her own womb, she named him Issachar. And she kind of said that God has given me my wages because I gave my servant to my husband. She had some explanation for it. My point is Leah could conceive. 
So when it said previously that Leah had ceased bearing children, maybe you would be under the impression, okay, she's had a bunch of kids, maybe she's not fertile anymore, maybe she's menopausal. But no, she ceased bearing kids because Jacob ceased sleeping with her. And the moment he slept with her again, she had another kid. And apparently the person holding the keys is Rachel. (laughs) Rachel can literally... I mean, it's everything about it is so bizarre. I kind of don't even know what to say, except to say that this story is the weirdest story I've read in the Bible in a long, long, long time. And when you find out that mandrakes are hallucinogens, it actually makes it less weird. <laughs> <laughs> mandrake was just some kind of fruit. You'd be like, what? what? <laughs> but like, if it's a hallucinogen, okay, I get it. Rachel had a lot on her mind and she needed to kind of go to another place. So while Leah and Jacob were doing whatever they needed to do, Rachel was like somewhere tripping. She was seeing purple or whatever in the sky, happy with her mandrakes. What do you think? Part of me thinks she was just there tripping in the same tent. <laughs> <laughs> I like, hopefully it was in another. I think they had their own tents. Probably a different tent. Maybe she was outside in the fields. No, no, no. Just like, dude. <laughs> she was shooting up. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, after that, then Leah had another child. And then only after that, like only after all this happens... So, like, many years have gone past. Like, I don't even know how long. Only then, finally, at the very end, does Rachel finally have a kid. Calls his name Joseph. Yes, God remembered her. (laughs) That's the way the Bible puts it. And he opened her womb. And thus, she had the famous Joseph. Coat of many colors, Joseph. Egypt, Joseph, etc., etc., etc. Joseph. We, We all know him. We all love him. Yeah, they're good with names. <laughs> All these moms. Um, <laughs> My favorite is still Asher. Happy am I. I'm so happy. <laughs> so, like, did have you watched Handmaid's Tale? That's the first season, yeah. That's literally what it reminds me of. Like, but actually, I, guess I mean, there's a reason. Um, in her case, she she was happy, unlike those wives who are like, oh, they feel some kind of way about it. She was like there at the birth of Asher and like pulled him out of her slave's womb herself and was like, yes. She's was... like, suck it, bitches. Even <laughs> <laughs> my slaves are fertile. <laughs> I, was, I mean, it's like, lady, have you? Taken... You can't stop us. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I mean, that just shows how everything in life, like, social currency is everything. Like, is there even any innate emotion? If having sons is social currency and then they're kind of microcosm of a world, her sister was like a loser, couldn't have kids. And her, and when she finally tried to kind of climb her way out of that loser status by making her slaves have kids, Leah was like, hell no, my slaves will have kids too, so that it's like neutralized. And basically now you're back to square one and you have no kids, at least none compared to me. It's tragic. It shows that there's nothing fundamental in human nature. Because she doesn't feel jealous. She doesn't feel any kind of way. She literally feels happy because this increases her social currency and their insane universe. Yeah, <laughs> their weird world. Yeah, I hate it. I mean, but I kind of love it, but it, it's depressing. Yeah. Like, the story of Rachel and her not having kids in a way kind of gets worse. Because then she, after a while, so, like, she must be really old at this point because... Joseph has already, like, grown up at least until, like, teenage years um, before this even happens. Um, And she had Joseph a little bit later in life. But after that, she does get pregnant for the second time. 
for the second and final time. <laughs> you know, not to be sacrilegious, but it's kind of like <laughs> when God opened her womb, he didn't like psh, just bust the gates open. He just like opened to the crack. <laughs> like an egg or two could possibly slip through every decade. Yeah. But, but nothing on the Leah scale. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, but so she does eventually get pregnant, like after a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and when she's having that child, she's in labor. And uh, he says, it's a very hard labor. And the midwife's like, don't worry, you're going to have another son. Um, and she's literally dying. <laughs> and her, like, it's very bad. It was like, I mean, like, it was more common historically for people to die in childbirth, especially sure. women. For men, pretty uncommon. But... <laughs> um... <laughs> anyway, so she was like, it was like very bad and like she was dying right as she's having this child and her midwife's just like don't worry you have another son (laughs) (laughs) finally yes i'm so happy (laughs) yay yeah actually not she was like um she's like well as she's dying (laughs) and her midwife's like you have another son she's like okay we'll call him ben onai which means you know (laughs) son of uh son of my pain basically yeah then she dies having her her second, second child. child. Yeah. And she says she wanted, <laughs> on her way out, she wanted him to be named uh, the son of pain or sorrow or whatever. Hmm. But luckily for that kid, his uh, his father changed it to Benjamin, which kind of means like son of joy or whatever, because Benjamin was happy he had a son, even though his favorite wife just died. So He was happy also probably to have a son from his favorite wife. He's like, thanks, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> he went out in the blaze of glory. Yeah, plus because like at this point he thought Joseph was dead. So he was under the impression that Joseph was not dead. So he had no children from the wife he actually liked. Pretty one, the hot one. When she was dying, he finally got a son from her. And so he was happy that, I don't know, at least he had a son while his wife died. Yeah. So he didn't actually grow up getting called son of pain. Mm-hmm. You know, the boy who killed his mother. Instead, <laughs> he was called the boy who made his daddy happy. So... <laughs> Uh, yeah. And that is... Jacob decided to look at the silver lining. That is how that story ends. <laughs> Moral. Moral. <laughs> Moral is like the exact... It's like when you go and you're writing in Google Docs, you right-click it, and then you click antonym. <laughs> <laughs> this story is the antonym of the word Yeah, I don't moral. think this, this story does not have any morals in it. <laughs> that is for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's amoral, it's immoral, it's everything that is not moral. Because it's like, it's weirdly crass and banal of a story. Super guttural and like really human in a way, but in like a disturbing way. It's called drugs and sex. Just like really low vibrational, but fundamentally human, but low vibrational, like animalistic elements of being a human. Nothing super elevated about this. They're competing with each other by producing children. By proxy. (laughs) You're at least, it's like, it's insane. Yeah. It's weird. I guess a moral on like the most basic level would be, this is why we don't do polygamy anymore. (laughs) (laughs) It clearly doesn't have a good track record of working out in the Bible. I mean, some people still do it. Shout out to Nigeria. But it's not harmonious. It's a suboptimal social strategy. Even when they're sisters? (laughs) Really? Especially when they're sisters. But how? But they grew up together. Yeah, so uh, don't go around marrying multiple women at the same time. My real moral or like point or like theme, I mean, I don't know. I think Denali doesn't really believe this, but I actually do. 
even if it seems pretty harsh, I mean, it is harsh, God kind of evened out the unluckiness between Rachel and Leah. So Leah was like unlucky enough to be basically quoted as like not hot by the Bible. There have been probably so many not hot people in the Bible, but like most of them weren't called not hot. Uh, Her eyes are so weak. And that's what the Bible said about Leah. And it said it in direct comparison to her sister Rachel, who was good looking. So like that sucks. If you have a younger sister who's like so much prettier than you, maybe more charismatic, whatever, people like her more. And that's just like your position and the way you know yourself and everyone knows you. This guy sees her and wants to marry her. And then your dad uses you as a pawn and all of this kind of sucks. And then immediately the moment he wakes up, he's like, oh, who's that? And you're like, oh, it's me. And he's like, oh, I didn't want to marry you. And it's like so many slaps in the face over and over and over. And that's not your fault. And it's not fair, whatever. It's and, unlucky. And it seems like like the reason why he tricked Jacob is because he didn't think he could actually get a fair a good bridal price for his oldest daughter. Damn. <laughs> like, cold like, world. That's why he did that. So like, cold. Like it's so sad. That's savage. It's <laughs> <laughs> it's savage. I mean Laban was a savage in so many ways. Yeah. But that's not the point. The point is Leah's life for reasons that are beyond her control, seemed like really kind of suckish, like unfairly so. And it looks like Rachel was just, she had it made, pretty, everyone likes her. Jacob's willing to work 14 years, because he worked not seven for Leah and seven for Rachel, he worked 14 for Rachel and just got Leah some kind of unwanted bonus prize that he didn't even want. Yeah. But yeah, so like that's sad and it sucks. But then once they get into the meat of things, only one of them starts having kids. Rachel doesn't. Leah does. And, like, Leah's having son after son after son. And they're these great boys. And they're tall. And they're whatever. They're just, like, they're male. And also has daughters, too. But that's not as relevant. The point is she's fertile. Like, super fertile. And having a ton of strong sons of Jacob. And, like, Rachel isn't. And Rachel's, like, miserable about it. And she's whining to everyone. And then finally, after years, not quickly, God kind of opens Rachel's womb a crack. And she's able to sneak at one kid. And then it's, like, still not open and then, like, opens the crack, and she's able to sneak out another, and then she dies in that process. So, like, overall, how happy was her life, no matter how cute her face or how good her body looked or whatever it was that attracted her to people? Like, it's sad for all parties because Leah was, like, pathetic throughout the whole marriage. I mean, she had to bargain. She had to give her sister drugs to (laughs) to get their shared husband to have sex with her. So, like, that's pathetic. And even she, like, ran out to tell him at her old age with, like, not old, but whatever. She was a grown woman, and she had these kids, and she's like, you're going to have sex with me tonight. Like, this is great. (laughs) I sold some drugs for you, and Rachel said I can have you. And he's like, uh. So, like, everything about, I mean, Leah seemed pretty pathetic throughout the whole marriage. But Rachel's life was, like, sad and ended, I mean, (laughs) ended prematurely in childbirth. And she was, like, pretty miserable about it to the point that she named her kid, like, I'm dying, and so therefore, you are a sad boy. (laughs) You're a sad boy now. (laughs) So, like, sad. Sad life for a pretty girl, and, like, maybe a slightly happier life for an ugly girl. So, like, my moral slash theme is, like, God is kind of fair, even if it seems really messed up. That's interesting, because, like, uh, when Leah's servant had a kid, she was like, I'm so happy. Like, this is the happiest day of my life. And she named her kid happy, right? Her kid by proxy. Yeah. And Rachel named her kid Super Sadness. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that, that's that's the difference. Like, when she had kids, all, if you're dying yeah. and, like, all you can think of is... This sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
life. I'm just saying, like, it's kind of like a tragic story. It's so tragic. All she ever wanted was to have kids. She cried about it. And then having a kid, her last kid, only second, was what killed her. And she cried about that, too. It was all just tears yeah. the whole time. I mean, she did have some fun moments, though, which are not in this episode. We're going to tell them to you eventually. Oh, yeah. I was actually <laughs> going to talk about that. So, like, I was going to say, like, the but, over, like, the overall, like, the, the, the serious title is um, called Jacob and his Tricks. About all these tricks people play on each other. Hmm. And, uh, like, it doesn't have a moral in and of itself if you just look at it, like, alone. Hmm. Like, you look at the broader scope of things, like, in a way, it kind of, like, shows, like, the unintended consequences of, like, people's dishonest actions mm-hmm. how they can end up being really bad it's not so much it's like all these actions that happened happened because people weren't because like people tricked each other in the beginning it led to like all these that set in motion, motion these like the series of like events that is kind of tragic and next week we kind of learn how these sisters Just do get their revenge on their father. Minor revenge. Minor revenge. But still. But still a little bit. Yeah. So sure was tune very... in next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>